1: What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Peer Pleasure with Dewey Halpas. I am Dewey, your host with the most, bringing you more great content week after week. This week we have Crow Lotus from Capra. Capra is a band I discovered. I believe it was on Instagram. It was like one of those random, like ad the ad feeds that pop up um, in between when you're scrolling through. You know, middle of the night. Um, and this band just blew me away. And I was I had no like it, when stuff like this happens it it Reinspires me on music in general um when i can see you know 10 seconds of a song and then be completely immersed in it and and realize that this band has something special and uh the same thing happened with if you guys remember way back when i had courtney from spirit box on the first time they had like eight thousand monthly viewers on spotify and they just came up randomly as i was listening to them and when i had her on, i had emailed her and said hey i need to talk to you this band is amazing I think they were still working data entry jobs. And then all of a sudden, they're the biggest band in in metal. It's crazy. And I feel like Capra's the same way, where this band is going to explode. And uh, just incredible, incredible music. And Crow is amazing. We had to reschedule a couple times, which was my fault. But uh, yeah, it was almost like it was cursed at the beginning. Um, But we made it work. And it was a fantastic chat. She's fantastic. And uh, she does a Twitch stream. Um, Yeah. Anyways, we talk a lot about the South Louisiana um, all sorts of crazy stuff. We got into some weird stuff on this one. Uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So let's get some business out of the way and we'll jump right in. So peerpleasurepodcast.com is the website. Peerpleasurepod at gmail.com is the email if you want to get in touch with me with guest ideas or questions or comments. We also have the Peer Pleasure Podcast Inner Circle Facebook group, as well as the premium service, which is peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm where you get the old videos of the episodes, you also get the ad-free feed as well as the past cast episodes. Uh, We also have YouTube now, so you can subscribe to us on YouTube if you'd like, if you'd like to watch the episodes. Not all of them have video. Uh, Some guests don't want to be on video, um, i.e. Dave Lombardo uh, from last week, so that was an audio-only one, and I know most of the audience is audio-only, which I absolutely respect, um, but I figured it would be cool to put some videos up on YouTube. And we'll see what happens. Um, you know, it's fairly new to us, and and uh, yeah. Well, um, I also got another podcast called "Occupy the Void" with my friend Christina from Australia. Um, she works with Revolver and uh, a bunch of other stuff, and we talk about mental health and uh, dive deep into that kind of stuff. So, if you enjoy that side of this show, you'll definitely enjoy that show. And that's "Occupy the Void." Occupy the Void Pod on all the socials. Uh, so, give it a follow and uh, let me know what you think. All right, guys, uh, let's get into this one. Here's my chat with Crow Lotus from Capra.
0: shows like um on a scale like that Mm -hmm. uh the like biggest thing that we'd done prior to that was like furnace fest um and so it was nice like we didn't have to worry about like moving our own stuff and uh Mm -hmm. we had like our own green room and stuff which was pretty nice
1: that's rad the crew the crew loaded your stuff for you
0: oh yeah i mean it was awesome like every venue you know (laughs) has like their their own people or whatever that do it so
1: yeah the loaders that get it off faster than anyone else
0: yes You know, man,
1: that's <laughs> awesome. I used to do that in between tours to, for cash. Like oh, you'd nice. roll up and do like a, um, you were just a loader and you'd show up and load for. I, I mean, we loaded in a piano once. To this, there's a club here in Portland called uh, the Wonder Ballroom, and it's got mm. this weird staircase. Like it's not, it's not a weird staircase, but it's weird when you're carrying a full size piano up it. Yeah, um, sure. So it was like six of us around this road case, and we carried in this big piano. I forget what band it was for, but then they had someone come out and tune it. And I was like, Man, there's a lot that goes into this. Like we never oh, toured with full on like pianos. It was we had keyboards and stuff, but no full size, like call a piano tuner every day to come in and do right. this thing.
0: Yeah. Unreal. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Unreal.
1: But you show up you load in, you watch the show for free if you want, and then you load out. So you can go home for a few hours till the show's over, load out and they pay you cash. It's it's right. a pretty sweet deal, actually. <laughs> yeah, and
0: if you're kinda like used to doing stuff like that, then it's like doesn't really feel that much different from, you know. Exactly. We already do.
1: Yeah, exactly. I uh, uh, all sorts of weird odd jobs between tours. What are, What are you doing t- between touring to to make it?
0: Um, I just like bartend, but I do it in a restaurant. Okay. I used to do bartending in like bars and stuff like that, but I just got so like burn out on it i did it for years and i just couldn't do it anymore it's like sometimes you are potentially in like a pretty dangerous situation even so Mm -hmm. i said i enjoy bartending and i'm pretty good at it and i'm pretty fast and stuff so i was like if i just find like a good restaurant like the money's going to be a lot better like people aren't going to be getting belligerent um and then i'm not really like doing something that much different from what i already know how to do so Mm. that's what i do
1: interesting okay that seems to be a pretty common uh common trade for touring musicians nowadays yeah true which is kind of awesome because some like really big bands too still like they bartend and you could oh so and so bartends here what
0: well almost in a way it's almost like fun not yeah. to say i mean work is work but it's like You get to talk to people and meet new people. And especially Mm -hmm. if you work at a venue, which I used to do, I used to work at a couple of different Barton at a a couple of different music uh, venues and stuff. And that was cool because I got to like see a bunch of bands that I had been wanting to see, but just like couldn't because I was like working Mm -hmm. at the other spots. So I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. that.
1: Was this before you were in a band?
0: Um, no, I did it while I was playing a little bit, but, okay. um, I can't really like, I got really lucky that the restaurant I work at only, um, has me for like two days a week. Okay. So, uh, whenever I do have to take off of work, it's never usually that much. It's like maybe 10 shifts mm-hmm. and that's for like five weeks.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because like, you see all these like comedy club people that are like huge comedians now that were like door guys and bartenders at comedy clubs. And then, like, that's how they, like, hone their skills is being there all the time, like, absorbing that lifestyle and absorbing the, that um, creativity and everything. It was kind of an interesting right. way that works. And I was curious if that bled into what you do now because uh, working at venue, I mean, I've worked and lived at venues. It's it's inspiring and also, like, kind of soul-crushing as well if you want to right. get away from music for a little while. But, for
2: sure,
0: for sure.
1: Uh, yeah get away from the noise get away from the the hustle because it's always a, it's all a hustle the whole thing it's crazy yeah. on you have to be all the time
0: Oh, you have, it's like, you have to turn exactly on is like a good word for it. You have to like turn on that part of yourself that is like socializing with people and talking to people. And if you're like me and get overstimulated really easily, it's like, oh, loud noises from like every direction. And then there's like 10 people waiting on things for you, uh, waiting on you for things. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just crazy sometimes. But that's why I was like, I can do like the two shifts a week. And that's like, not in a bar just because it was just crazy. But Mm -hmm. you know, every now and then whenever they need me, I'll like tell my, a lot of my my friends own music venue, so i'll just say hey just let me know if you need somebody and then i'd be happy to do it at like you know pretty last minute
1: mm-hmm. yeah you can just jump in anywhere that's one of yeah the, for sure the beautiful thing about the trades of any kind like bartending or I, i'm a plumber so like uh i could go anywhere and and work like it, it, i could move to any state i just take the quick test to to get the license in that state and then i could work anywhere it's it, you yeah could, you could leave for 10 years just keep paying your dues and you could come back at the exact rate that things are it's it's crazy how i didn't think of this sooner
0: (laughs) right well that's the same thing with like bartending is everybody uses like or half the places use toast now too so it's like if you know how to use like one of three uh pos systems and it's Uh like oh you're golden wherever you go
1: toast is that like a that's a that's a pos system
0: yeah it's like so that's how you know i've been in the service industry for like way too long but it's like just like the ipad shit so okay. if a place has an ipad they probably have host.
1: okay interesting mm-hmm. i've i've uh I've just recently been finding a lot of places to do that. Like you, you swipe the card, they flip the screen, you do the thing. And then like you get an email automatically, you didn't even put in your email, but it just said it's tied yeah. to your card or something.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's it's something weird. I don't understand how that works because sometimes when we use Square for like merch transactions and stuff, mm-hmm. um, people will just scan the card and then it says email sent. And then I'm like, that kind of like, almost makes me feel weird <laughs> as the person who's like initiating the transaction, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works.
1: I don't think we have any clue of what how much information is actually out there, especially like we I'm doing the podcast, you do Twitch, right? Mm -hmm. It's like there's so much in the word content, uh, there's so much of it out there. It's it's wild what we put out in the world. If you think about it literally.
0: It's a little (laughs) scary because it makes you think like, oh well, I don't want everyone to have access to all of this information all of the time. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the same time, like, am I supposed to just not ever say anything or like Mm -hmm. you know and then it's like if you decide to like really get freaked out with it then it's like some people cover up their cameras on their like laptops and stuff the little like built-in webcams or some people Mm -hmm. won't say certain things around their phones i'm like i cannot live like that like i have to just like (laughs) to some extent just be relaxed and live normally but it is scary
1: yeah it absolutely is and the the phone thing is fucking weird yeah. Like even just using Stream like just setting up Streamyard today, I was on Facebook a minute ago and I got 3 ads for for Streamyard. Yeah. I didn't say it. Yeah. I just was on it and it mm-hmm. comes up. It's so Fucking it's weird. super
0: weird. And I never believed like I am pretty like skeptical about things. And I was like, oh, no, like people always say that, oh, when they say something, their phone is listening.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, but then I keep thinking, well, maybe they just like Googled it and forgot they Googled it. But yeah. the other day, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I said something so specific, like it might have been about like an old movie or something just so specific. And I was I definitely knew for a fact I did not look it up or anything. And it just popped up on like my Facebook ads. So I was like, okay we're in end times right now
1: <laughs> it, it's been the end times for so long yeah so long that's True. how the whole jehovah's witness religion came to be is oh the world's what gonna end at this time the jehovah witness the jehovah's oh, witnesses yeah. i think it was like oh, the 1800s and it's like oh it's gonna end this time and then it didn't end and well we were wrong it's gonna end right. this time and it just doesn't happen right uh, yeah that's a whole nother can of worms but um,
0: I know, yeah for sure I, for
1: sure i've been watching documentaries like crazy and i watched one on ironically what we were talking about like the not knowing what information is out there i think it was called uh um terms and conditions or something like that where
0: i watched that one you
1: watched it okay yeah so it breaks it all down that it was upsetting <laughs> it
0: was blew upsetting to say the least
1: yeah like what are in these 12 pages you skip through just to get to the app real quick that right you relinquish control to and and uh, yeah
0: it's insane oh
1: <sighs> Well, it's
0: like, here's another thing. And this is like, might be a little like touchy or whatever, but um, I was like, you know, you always see people talking about like different ads or what experiences they've had with certain companies, but I keep seeing stuff about that company like BetterHelp, uh-huh. and I think that it's like the concept of it, I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, the I've concept used of it. it is like oh, yeah. you've used it. Yeah. I've heard it's like really, you know, like I don't I mean, every therapy I've done was like an in-person session, but yeah. um I've heard great stuff about it, but then I heard someone talking about and like I said, I don't know how um accurate this information is, this is just one guy, but he was saying that um They actually have like a certain right to um, like your mental health information and they will like sell that information to advertising companies so that advertising companies potentially know like um, what things you're more likely to buy when you're feeling like a certain way kind of Mm -hmm. thing, which Mm -hmm. it's I I can't explain it exactly how he did. He did because he's an actual uh, therapist, but like he explained it in a way that was so upsetting. I was like, this is really scary and super um, immoral to, to a point.
1: This is this is I'm totally gonna get in trouble for this and it's gonna be awesome um, because I don't care. But the <laughs> I've used BetterHelp, I've advertised BetterHelp, so BetterHelp paid money to advertise, and I don't I turn down a lot of things. The right. ad stuff comes through all the time, and if I don't believe in it, like you know, like vape pens and like things that where if younger people were to listen to this and take my advice to do something like that, I would never forgive myself.
2: Right, I don't right.
1: I don't advertise liquor i don't advertise cigarettes i don't any of that stuff but they offer all mm-hmm. the time so better help because i had i needed to go back to therapy i had been a long time and i was looking to go back to therapy it came at the right time i was like okay i'll give it a shot and they're like well you get three free visits with the the sponsorship as well as the the money <clears throat> and uh, so i was like okay i'll try it out and i tried it out and it's super weird because the boundaries are really strange so mm-hmm. To explain that for a second, like I was texting my therapist in between appointments any time of day or night, really. Um, So there wasn't like, okay, your visits here, you can text them or talk to them on any kind of like uh, it wasn't texting. Sorry, it was instant messaging through their website. So they have control of, you know, like I could screenshot things if I needed to. But they so it wasn't through like my, my texting through Verizon mm-hmm. or whoever, it was right. on a control like a protected thing. Um, but you could text and get super personal with a with a therapist, all you wanted, unlimited in between appointments, which was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And um, they would you know ask you questions and things like that. But I had one visit, and after that one visit, she's like, "Yeah, I don't think." this is going to work for you i think you need something more than this and oh, i was like wow. oh cool thanks so yeah. I, I finished out the visits <laughs> <a great> <laughs> i finished out the visits but she's like i can't prescribe so what you have i think you need some medication and i don't want to lead you the wrong way which was also honest but it's yeah. funny to think that you could break better help with one visit uh for one and then also um the 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 um the fact that they can afford to advertise on so many podcasts, like un, an unreal amount of podcasts.
0: It's I hear at least five BetterHelp ads a day, mm-hmm. and I'm not exaggerating every single day.
1: Yeah, this this leads to me leads me to believe what you're saying about that they could sell information, because right. it's 150 bucks, I believe, for the visits, which of course, if they're getting a lot of people, that's great, but they're also paying the therapists. They also mm-hmm. have to keep all their stuff going behind the scene. If they're selling information, which is one of the most valuable things in the world, right? that would that would be why you could afford to be like the number three advertiser on podcast.
0: Right, but also information when you're at your most vulnerable, mm-hmm. which is what's so terrifying.
1: Yes. So yeah. if you could have the information, like Google has everyone's information. Mm-hmm. They could sell it for whatever they want. But to know, like, this person is bipolar. This right. person is you know, tripolar, whatever, like the 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 different spots and knowing like two easily two weeks out of the month, this person's gonna be in this mode. Mm-hmm. Throw this at them, like you're talking about. Right. Preying on preying on some of those personal uh struggles that people have mm-hmm. would be psychotic. Like Yeah, I for sure. Yeah. I never thought it about it that it's way.
0: So wrong. Yeah.
1: Totally. <clears throat> if you could tell like if you could say this person's bipolar it goes to your whoever's looking at the phone and this is totally conspiracy theory kind of things but um whoever has access to your phone information when you're talking to say okay they're in a down phase like they're in a down mm-hmm. mood throw mm-hmm. this at them
0: right that well, I mean, is it would crazy. be as easy as them seeing that you've logged in Yeah. And they would know, you know, immediately Mm -hmm. Then, like you wouldn't even have to say anything. But if they you know, and this is like you said, this is like really getting into like some tinfoil hat type of shit. But like they could if if they wanted go into the messages that they have within their app Mm -hmm. and then see what you've said, what exactly it is that makes you feel, you know, a certain way. I don't know. And like I said, this could all just be speculation, but it almost just makes you wonder, like, why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and like you said, they have the ads everywhere. That's not cheap. It costs a lot of money and everyone has experienced it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. scary to this think about I'm yeah. never getting
1: into this because this I don't want to get you
0: like in trouble. With no, you this. can't. You,
1: I can't get in trouble. They don't advertise on the show anymore. And they maybe they never okay. will again. I don't know. I really don't care because the the I've used them. They weren't able Mm -hmm. to help me so i wouldn't necessarily say hey listeners they're going to probably be able to help you right Um, right. i was in the process of going through the visits during the ad campaign so i didn't have a full i had i knew i had started the process and it was easy so i was like cool yeah we'll advertise for this um Mm -hmm. and as i'm going through it and i've said it before on the show that i did three visits with them and they couldn't help me and they sent me to a therapist through my insurance Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: uh i've been seeing them for over a year now so that's cool. Um, and I, they haven't prescribed me anything. So I, mm. I didn't need medication. Oh. <laughs> Wait, uh,
0: yeah, that's which is great. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that is great, but it's a little <laughs> bit like w- worrying that it was like what the last person had this idea. I mean, every, obviously with any like healthcare practitioner, mm-hmm. there are going to be different like opinions, but it's kind of like just still a little bit
1: concerning. <laughs> yeah, I just needed more it wasn't a chiropractor, like I needed more than 3 visits. There's like the getting to know you phase that could last for a month and a half. And then you're Mm -hmm. still not comfortable.
0: But also when you first start going to a therapist, it's such like it's hard to explain. But I mean, you know exactly what I mean. Like that emotional floodgate, like Mm you're going to act pretty intense the first couple of times you talk to them Mm -hmm. because it is like especially if you've never gone before for a lot of people that haven't gone like the first time you go is going to be an experience so don't plan anything for your day um but yeah it might not be like a super accurate representation of who you are and how you're feeling Mm -hmm. at least the first few times
1: yeah and i do it i'm stupid because i'll do it before these a lot of times like on on thursdays when i'm in the studio because i do them over zoom so i'll do this and i say this all the time on the show but it's funny because I'll either have, like, a major breakthrough and then click in, hey, how you doing? Or then <laughs> have a horrible experience and then, hey, how you doing? And I got to try to yeah. fight back this, like, intense feelings um, yeah, right into something completely different. And right. uh, it's super weird and super dumb to do it that way, but uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's where time permits.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, probably pretty rewarding in some, like, cases.
1: Yeah. Yeah, on the good ones, it's, it's on the good ones, it's good. On the good
0: ones, yeah. On the other
1: one, it's like okay, I got to get through this, and then I can just like contemplate what just happened. You um, had just
0: internal screaming for like two hours. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like if you're just like, like kicking and screaming and crying and having a like a tantrum and then someone walks in your room like hey what are you doing oh not nothing
0: just chilling. and oh. then you have
1: a conversation with them for a minute and then they leave and then it just goes back
0: oh that's close. the worst yeah Those I've had that years. happen so many times I remember I was like having a crisis and I'm not even gonna get into it but I was having like a crisis like a total breakdown one day and then I get a knock on my door and it was like my aunt and uncle had showed up with like some food and they wanted to like have dinner together I was like oh my god <laughs> this is like the worst and I was just like the whole time they were there I just remember just like being like like super overly cheesy probably just because i was trying to hide that i was freaking out and then the minute they left i just like was like this is this has been the worst evening just (laughs)
1: lost it yeah oh my god and you probably didn't remember a damn thing that happened during that visit oh no absolutely not yeah no way autopilot the whole time i just
0: remember looking at them and just a lot of nodding just nodding not (laughs) knowing what they were saying just nodding like yeah for sure definitely
1: (laughs) it's like being a kid like smoking out your window or something your mom peeks your head in for a second oh hey what's going on nothing nothing just uh you know, and then trying to hide, it, but then you don't, they tell you something super important and you don't remember a damn thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. We
1: just talked about this 10 minutes ago. What? Yeah.
0: I was just so tired. Yeah. I was just so tired. Just exhausted. Yeah.
1: It was, yeah. Yeah. Forest fire going out. So there's smoke everywhere. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I feel like uh, they always know. Yeah. They always knew. Yeah. They just acted like they didn't.
1: Of course. And then they say something <laughs> horrifically uh, damaging. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've got stories for days of that one, but... Um, <laughs> a whole, a whole experience of growing up uh, in a religious family is is super weird. Um, Uh, Were you raised religious? Not to throw that at you, but I guess to throw it at you. No, I
0: mean, well, so um, I'm from the South, like we grew up in Louisiana. So kind of like a lot of people around here are religious. My mom is Filipina and it's like, Catholicism there, or I don't know if you, it would even be Catholicism, but just like Christianity there is like a pretty big deal. Um, so yeah, she's like got her rosaries and stuff, but she's actually over the years gotten to be super open-minded. Um, growing up, we did, I went to Catholic school and stuff. So I had that whole experience. And, um, whenever I got a little bit older, I ended up switching to boarding school for high school. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like this crazy, like that feeling of, um, what do they call it? Like the guilt, like the religious guilt the that you get guilt. after you start kind of having your own, <laughs> yeah. kind of having your own thoughts and ideas about things. But um, yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't like I didn't grow up like in a. Um, well, I, honestly, sometimes I think I do downplay it a little bit because my whole life now that I think about it was, it wasn't necessarily the same church, but I would bounce around and try to find something that like spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Obviously now, you know, well, I, maybe it's not so obvious, but now I don't identify with any sort of religion, but I try to do be open-minded and whatnot and try to understand why people feel certain ways about certain things. As long as you're not hurting anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a, um, it's that, I think it's the hope. some people it's the fellowship i think that that keeps them there is is they have friends there and they know that you know there's like a there's something cool about being in a group of people that think the same way somewhat sometimes like you feel like you found your people or your group that
0: sense of community absolutely yeah yeah,
1: the fellowship the community hey if i get sick so and so is going to bring a meal over right Um, and a lot of people don't want to lose that kind of thing Um, yeah I think that's a big part of it that keeps people around, but that even when they stop to kind of like kind of start thinking about things and realizing, well, maybe this isn't true, but they'll stick around for the, mm-hmm. there's nothing. I mean, what's the, what's the big deal if I stick around and, and, and that kind right. of stuff. Well, that's- when
0: I think of it, I think of like my grandparents and stuff, you know, I'm like, well, they like, what would be the point of them like being disillusioned and like having their eyes open to like the world or whatever and shit like that. I mean, what's the point, you know, they're like happy and stuff. They're like nice and like living like fruitful lives and stuff like that. So I'm just like, if you're enjoying yourself, like knock yourself out, if you want to pray for me, I love that. You know, like if you want to feel anything positive toward me, I welcome that. Like, that's a great thing to want to do for anybody. So thank you. You know? Yeah. Um, But I know that some people can get up in arms about stuff like that. As far as like, As far as, um, obviously I don't support the parts of the religion that want to like ostracize people because of things that they can't control. Um, but if like, it feels good to you to like
1: What's going on, guys? This is Dewey. I want to tell you about some new releases coming up from Equal Vision Records. As you guys know, Equal Vision Records is my family, and so are these bands. I really want you to check these out. We've got Hot Water Music with their tenth studio album, Vows, out May tenth, featuring guest appearances by Dallas Green of City and Colour, Thrice, The Interrupters, and Brandon and Daniel from Turnstile. See them on the thirtieth anniversary tour with Quicksand in the states in May and June Go there for vinyl and merch from all of your favorite bands. Check out Hot Water Music's new record and b new 7-inch now. slash PPP for 30% off. um, so being able to give you guys that little bit of extra is a big deal to me and having your support is a big deal to me because if we don't support our artists and creatives, we're not gonna have any left. So I appreciate it. pleasure dot fm is the website. Go sign up today and get some of this premium pleasure.
0: Um, I don't know what the word would be. I mean, pray really, just like have good intentions about things, and I don't see anything wrong with that.
1: Yeah yeah it's weird to me that people uh i don't know it's weird to me that it seems like as long as society's been around like there, there's always been something greater that needs to be looked at instead mm-hmm. of just appreciating what's here like there's got to yeah. be something after this like why does there have to be something after this why right. why isn't this good enough like i know and, and right. some people have awful existences um, Yeah, not to discount that at all but you know why is there something after and what and it's always been that way it seems like there's always whether it's you know uh back in in like egypt and stuff how they're worshiping like sun gods and things like that like it's all there's always something that needs to be greater and uh,
2: right
1: i my buddy johnny used to have a, a thing he would say about religion that uh aliens what do you say aliens created the idea of God to give humans false hope that there's a future. I was like, that is really dark, but also super weird. But then also like, Hmm, well, we've seen, uh, alien craft on, on military video now. So maybe maybe he wasn't all the way wrong.
0: I've been deep diving into aliens the past couple, yes, the past couple of days. I don't know. I think I might've even been going through like some manic episode or something, but like (laughs) I just had alien shit on my TV playing for the past like 48 hours. And so like uh, a little bit of it will be like, I'm not like a huge fan of Buzzfeed, but they do have this one, um this one segment they do that's called Buzzfeed unsolved or something Uh like that. But they, um, they talk about a lot of like different UFO sightings and things like that. So they talk about the Phoenix lights and they talk about the, um, the, what is it? The Roswell incident, the Mm -hmm. New Mexico one. Yeah, Yeah, Um, but I've also been watching this show called the, I think it's called the proof is out there. Have you ever watched that? I haven't. It's so good because what they'll do is people will basically write in about like, something they've experienced. So it can be totally, um, random. Like it can be like a weird weather phenomenon, or it can be, um, like a UFO sighting, or it can be, uh, like the Loch Ness monster or something was another episode I just watched. And they'll, um, send in like their, um, footage that they've gotten or like their, oral description of the incident and stuff like that. And so they actually have scientists go in and try to uh, touch on the validity of everything. So wow. if there's a video, they'll have people who are like uh super, super like professional retouchers go in and try to find signs that it's been retouched, stuff like that. And then at the end of the episode, they will basically determine whether or not um, it's potentially like an alien sighting or some other sight, like some sighting of some sort of creature. It's yeah. just super interesting and, I don't know. I love stuff like what that. What is that
1: on? I would check that out for sure.
0: I was watching it on YouTube. I don't know if on it's YouTube. on something else, but okay. they've got like full full length episodes on there. So
1: that's excellent. I'm gonna watch that um, after this. I'm gonna it's this so good. Is, this yeah. awesome. I had, yeah. I was gonna make the joke that Blink one eighty two's back, so now people are talking about aliens again. But uh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had Tom DeLong on here and we went into it briefly. Like I didn't everyone's wow. pissed off that I didn't just talk about aliens the whole time. <laughs> but I was like, I didn't want to talk about aliens all the time. I had yeah. other things I wanted to talk about, but uh, it's funny because that's like right after that or right before that or right after that is when that video came out that they mm. got declassified. Or... It's it's wild stuff. Someone asked me in an elevator today if I believed in aliens randomly. I was like, oh, I Like guess. a stranger? N- no, like a coworker. Okay. but okay. <laughs> But,
0: that would have that would upset I, me so bad <laughs> like are you an alien <laughs> yeah
1: this is straight no it was a co-worker but we don't talk much mm. so like this was like randomly out of the right dude doesn't say much but like hmm. uh just out of nowhere do you believe in aliens uh i guess uh i, I mean as much as anyone can right and then that well, was it's it. such
0: a loaded question because it's also <laughs> like it. do you believe in like people with like giant heads and like the big alien eyes and their grain you know like yeah. no not necessarily but do i believe that there's something out there that's trying to communicate with us you know yeah. maybe maybe not so
1: have you watched the mars like footage like the, um, the the like the super high-def cameras they got on mars on this Oh, Rover this stuff thing? that came
0: out was that pretty recently
1: yeah it was on facebook it was on uh
0: I didn't actually. How weird is it that I haven't? Because
1: that seems
0: like something I would have loved to watch. There's
1: like a door, like a straight up door, like where a door was, like a a door jam, like in rock. It's Hmm. crazy. Wow. Literally like a, like a framed out door would have been there to like enter something. There's like, where structures may have been, there's like, it's fucking wild I'm
0: gonna uh, have to definitely go yeah, watch that. I can't believe gonna, I have you're it You're gonna ruin the
1: rest of your night. It's just gonna yeah. Be this. Oh, we will definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna be doing nothing else. It's crazy, and I, I don't know what to make of it. Like, it's so weird to me because, mm. well, there's a the whole thing about the pyramids being like perfectly lined up with certain other things on other planets, right. and there's this wild shit there's a the audio of a black hole have you seen or heard that
0: i think i did yeah Ugh. i think i did
1: that'll fuck you yeah. up. yeah um
0: space stuff is like just greatly like uncomfortable for no reason i mean there's a reason just nothing i can like quantify right now like why does it make us feel so scared just afraid and terrified i guess it's just the it's not our mortality
1: it, What's that? it forces you to look at your mortality
0: absolutely but yeah, it also true.
1: it takes it one step further instead of just looking at your mortality like hey we're gonna die soon eventually mm-hmm. not, not soon everyone's gonna die right, right. All
2: of <laughs> oh, yeah. it's
1: coming uh that can send you down a spiral but then seeing exactly how insignificant that actually is
2: mm-hmm. that
1: when you do die like a few people are going to care and does not matter at all to the universe right. just a I tiny think that's the hopelessness the that reality. comes from space yeah it's pretty uh, crazy and the fact that you know, most of us will never grasp how much is out there. We watch right. like Neil deGrasse Tyson and stuff. I'm going to get so many emails from this episode because people love it.
0: <laughs> Do to, people get mad Oh, about- my God.
1: <laughs> they call me a moron and a poop. And, oh oh, and so uh, true. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I mentioned the vaccine randomly to a guest oh. and I got <laughs> like unfollowed. Like, I'm fucking done with this show. That's enough. That's
0: why I got freaked out with the BetterHelp shit. I was like, oh. No.
1: I, <laughs> I can't think about that stuff anymore. It's just so dumb. Right. Uh, If you think I'm a moron, fine. I'm just talking. That's all I do. But it's
0: also like we're not the only two human beings that like think about things like this and even talk about things like this. It's just that you have a platform. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other people that are thinking the same thing. But there's obviously the people who are like going to try to fart all over it or going to do it the loudest. So,
1: yeah, exactly. Do you get shit like that on Twitch? With your streaming stuff?
0: Um, I actually don't get as much as I thought I would. Mm -hmm. So, the game that I play is like, um, it's called Dead by Daylight, and that's what I play most on my channel. But um, it's like one killer and like four people who have to not die. And um, so, depending on which side you play, like you'll get more hate. So, if I play like the side where I'm trying to survive, like nobody really like, well, like hate on me. But if I play as the killer, I get crazy messages in my, um, chat and people have said like some really, really, really wild stuff. And it's like, this is like a game, you yeah, know? So yeah. yeah, while you're playing, like, maybe you'll like, Oh, that guy's a bitch or fuck that guy or whatever. Like, it's just a game. And then after it's like, those feelings go away. That's like done. You know, that episode is over, but some people it's so much more serious than just 20 minutes of their time. Um, but now i know whenever i play like the killer side i'll just like you can hide your name and make it anonymous i have like my twitch channel in it Mm -hmm. um but i just like hide it when i play the killer side because it's it's scary but um yeah for the most part i'm pretty lucky i don't get that much crazy stuff and i've got like really good mods too so even if i did i probably wouldn't even have a chance to see it
1: yeah this this is this is wild (laughs) stuff i did twitch for a little while Mm -hmm. like i made it to affiliate on there and then like uh or what's it called it was affiliate yeah i think that's where you i forget it's been a while i was super mm-hmm. into it for a while just doing the podcast on twitch i never did the games oh, and right. stuff i play video games all the time but i never did it on twitch i was just like let's see what happens to do the podcast live and mm-hmm. did that over and over and over again got the amount of content the amount of followers needed and then just stopped because <laughs> it just got to be too much i was like all right now i gotta set this up i gotta say hey are you cool with being on twitch live Blah blah. blah. yeah and it was cool and then uh but the the video game thing on Twitch is super interesting. Like the whole idea of Twitch is interesting to me. Yeah, it, for sure. it went anywhere because on paper it's like, what the hell is this? But then you actually watch it, and it's like, wow, this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's easy to hate on it, and then when you actually sit down and watch some of the content, like, what did like, I don't know how old you are. I'm forty, almost forty one, and. Mm-hmm my friends and I used to sit on the couch and play video games, but not together. We would watch someone play video games for hours. And then it would be our turn. Yeah. We did that as kids when there was no yeah, internet. I mean, I'm
0: 28, but we did this. I mean, I grew up with four brothers yeah. and I'm the youngest. So I was always the last to play. So, but I really enjoyed doing that. Like I, it wasn't the type of thing where I had to play. Like if I at least just watched them, it was like good enough for me. Yeah.
1: You just hang out mm-hmm. and you're watching someone play video games and having a conversation yeah. and, with twitch the same thing you're having a conversation with people like they're able to chat back like it's Mm -hmm. it makes sense but on paper it just looks so weird to me for so long and then once i finally got into it i was like this is kind of cool and then for me it was just too much work I was like, on top of everything else like i'm adding this to it it wasn't enough to make it worth it to me to do that way Mm -hmm. um but i still i still follow twitch channels and, and get on there every once in a while but uh, it's fascinating to me that people can can make a living from that. Like Matt You're Heafy, right. I had Matt Heafy on, and he's like, can I put it on my channel while we're doing it? And I was like, I guess, and apparently it's a huge <laughs> channel. Uh, oh, yeah. So that definitely helped for a second. And, uh, nice. But he's got people like chiming in left and right, and he's got the amazing camera, and he sounds perfect. And uh, have you ever toured with Trivium or done shows with Trivium?
0: No, not yet.
1: Okay, it'll happen. Don't worry. But (laughs) he's a fascinating person. But having like getting on with someone that was that pro with Twitch was a little terrifying at first. But then I was like, man, this is cool. Like,
0: yeah, it's daunting. It makes you start looking at your equipment. And it's like, I'm like worried about the stuff that's in my background and everything. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I just I'm in a studio. I have got this giant eight foot by eight foot banner that I actually have dropped halfway. And yeah, because it's too big. Mm
0: -hmm. This room
1: is so small. I ordered this thing. I was like, "This is ridiculous. Like, this should be on a stage somewhere, not in here." Right. So it's like lowered halfway, and All right, it's a it looks foot cooler. behind me Well, thank you. It's a yeah, foot behind nice me so it's weird. The,
0: um, the just the like black or kind of like gray behind you i think if you had like a bunch of stuff behind you it might even be distracting
1: but yeah i and i'm wearing black all the time anyway so i blend into it i'd have no idea what i'm doing with video
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm in an apartment i'm like in the corner of my room and i just have this like partition that i pop up otherwise you just see everything in the background so just pop that thing up and then i'm like here i am this is what i do this is like how i use my space
1: and you said you built your computer
0: yeah so um Yeah, just file the parts and put it together.
1: Well, sure, but there's a little more than that.
0: (laughs) How the hell did you get
1: into that? Because that's something I've never delved into. I mean, I can turn it on and off and I can save files and that's about it.
0: Right. Well, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, as with honestly with anything, it's like there's always something more that you can learn about it, Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty daunting. But um, it's also like you're not going to get probably not going to get ripped off as easy if you know what's actually like going on and actually the components of like a computer is really not that much like it's all um I could just like list it out right now it's like the major parts is maybe like 12 parts or something mm-hmm. and as long as you have like a little bit of an idea of what each thing does um then you're able to do it and then I kind of learned everything that I know about it from YouTube I'm the type of person where I don't really like having somebody else do something for me I'd rather just like Know it myself. That way, if I have to fix it, I don't rely on somebody else for it. Um, but because of that, I have some issues sometimes where it's like, oh, something is malfunctioning, but I don't know what it is because I'm not a professional.
1: So, Where does that yeah, come I from? Just do my
0: best. What's that?
1: that? Where does that come from? Not wanting other people to do things for you?
0: Um, I think it's honestly, if I had to guess, um, I have a brother that's a year and a half older than me Mm -hmm. and we did everything together growing up, everything. And, um, so when I like started my, or whenever I joined my first band, it was playing music with him Mm -hmm. or, uh, he was like the person that, um, kind of taught me how to play. I started out playing bass guitar. I didn't start out doing vocals until like I joined Capra. Um, so he's the one that taught me like kind of what I knew about, playing bass and, or started teaching me anyway. And, um, it got to the points where he had been helping me do so many things for so long that I just got to a point where I was like, you're going to have to grow up sometime. And, um, it just didn't make any sense for me to jump from like him to someone else Mm -hmm. and just like get my dad to start helping me or like a boyfriend or something, you know? So I just figured I might as well, like if my brother could do it, why can't I do it? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. So I just decided to like, just start teaching myself everything, everything that I you know, want to learn how to do there's certain things that I just like cars and stuff. Like I have a small idea of like what's going on there, but that's just too much to tackle for me.
1: You change your own oil.
0: Um, he showed my brother actually showed me how, but I, um, I'm not confident to do it because I feel like I would just screw something up.
1: (laughs) It doesn't cost that much less either. It's not really worth (laughs) it.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: it's good to know. Uh, Mm -hmm. so your identity was kind of tied to his identity a while a
0: lot yeah, yeah a lot until i got like into college and stuff and moved out of my parents house
1: what did you go to college for
0: um i actually graduated in geology so i have a bachelor's Holy degree shit. in geology yeah it's just so random
1: but that's badass
0: i mean it's pretty cool of but i'm not like, using it stuff. so <laughs> what's
1: that of course you love space stuff geology oh right <laughs> there's rocks everywhere
0: yeah there's all all sorts of them you're
1: gonna freak the fuck out when you watch this mars stuff then because it's <laughs> gotcha, all I'm just have to like landscape r- like yeah desertish like landscape rocks like formations mm-hmm. it's amazing do you okay so real quick on the computer thing let me see if i can name some of these parts. i'm gonna see if from my brain i can name some of these parts for a computer uh, yeah. so you need a sound card you need a right Wait. am i starting out <gasps> wrong
0: I mean, that might be something a little bit more specific to like what kind of build you would be using. But for like my gaming build, I don't have a sound card or anything.
1: You don't have a sound card in your computer. Well, I have
0: like a graphics card.
1: Okay. Does that do both?
0: Um, I actually don't know, but I, I, um, as far as like the graphics card and like the CPU together, it's coming from somewhere. So I don't know which one it would come from. That's something I'm going to have to look up.
1: I'm going to feel now. I'm really going to get called a moron. Uh, never mind i already or i might get
0: called a moron everybody's gonna be like she doesn't know shit about computers computers, had a
1: sound card like some
0: people just call it a a video card so i just assumed that it was all in all in one
1: never mind i'm gonna abandon this one because i (laughs) look like an ass but talking about geology so like a bachelor's in geology so you dive pretty deep into geology do you look at some of the crazy like wonders of the world like some of the or like um the, you said your mom's Filipina uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember I think oh, man I may be fucking this up bad um the the plane of jars have you heard of the plane of jars?
0: Uh, I don't think so oh,
1: man it's over where the fuck is it at it's this giant field I think it might be in Laos actually now that I think about it um it's this giant field and these giant like stone jars are everywhere. Hmm. And they're like how the fuck did these get here? Yeah. It's like the Easter Island heads, like the the um I'm
0: going to look it up. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Plain lie.
1: Plain of Jars, P L A I N uh Plain of Jars. I think it's in Laos. And uh
0: Yeah, it's in Laos.
1: It's super crazy, like just these big stone jars.
0: Huh. Yeah.
1: No idea like I and what maybe it they know, yeah. But, like, do you guys look at that kind of stuff that, that has been made or found, or is um, it mainly just actual, like,
0: it's mostly naturally natural occurring, stuff, occurring stuff? There are, like, um. Everybody like in my um, in the field that I was graduating in, like kind of focused on different stuff. So some people being from Louisiana, most people were like focusing on oil, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. like petroleum, where you might be able to find it. Um, But some people were more interested in like archaeology. Um, Me, I actually focused on like gemology, stuff like that. So that would be more, I guess you could say more like the liberal artsy side. Uh That'd be something that you would do more like um, if you were trying to get into like potentially being like a jeweler or working for a jewelry company or something like that. Um, but yeah, we didn't actually, that'd be something that I probably could have taken a class on very easily, but never did. Hmm. But we did go to, um, every, everybody who graduates from, I am pretty sure it's most geology programs, but definitely my geology program had to go through like a field camp, which was, um, it was broken up into different time periods. So in the summer it was, a little over a month that I was gone. And then in the winter, it was like two weeks mm-hmm. that we just go to different locations and just, um, kind of get to observe different formations. So, um, if you've ever seen, uh, what is it? Close encounters of the third kind. Yeah. Third kind. Uh, they have like that. Um, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like that massive like tower Oh, devil's tower, I think is what it's called. Okay. Um, and it's in the movie for, I don't even remember what. But anyway, so we actually got to see that in person, which a lot of people thought was created by, like, aliens because of the movie. Um, But it's got, like, it turns out it's got, like, some pretty just boring history on how it was formed. But a lot of these different structures are, like, pretty – it's pretty crazy to see it in person. Like, it's Mm -hmm. crazy to think that it's just there, you know? Yeah. How did it just happen like that?
1: Okay. Let me ask you this then, too, about – rocks because this this is fucking cool. I didn't know about this until a couple weeks ago. I do another podcast with my friend Christina from Australia um and her and the guest we had on who's also from New, he's from New Zealand I think. Um we're talking about Uluru. Have you heard of Uluru in Australia?
0: Mm, no, I don't oh think so. Oh my
1: god. Okay, you got to look this up too. Uh U L U R U. It's it's an indigenous like spiritual place. It's this giant mm. red Like amazing rock formation in Australia in the outback. And it's like one of the most sacred places for the indigenous people. I had to have seen
0: pictures of this, I'm sure. Because it looks like something. I feel like I've seen this before.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty insane. It's beautiful. Um, Just looking at it, I was like, how have I not heard of this? And yeah. I felt like an idiot. And they're like, you haven't heard of Uluru? And then, No, I've never been to Australia. Oh, but um, there's
0: so much out there, like yeah. so many things like this that it's like, it'd be impossible to know all of them, you know?
1: Sure. Carlsbad Caverns. Like, there's so much cool shit. Well, I've been there. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Grand Canyon, that kind of stuff. But like, have you made it out on tour to the West Coast? Like been, been through Moab and like.
0: So I actually went to Moab for my uh, field camp.
1: Oh, rad. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so we, amazing. um, whenever we were like doing that, like traveling stuff just to go no. like see everything, we stayed in Moab for a few days. I think it was, but yeah, that was super
1: cool. Oh. If you can drive, like if you can drive in the morning on any of those areas, like mm-hmm. on the road, like sun's coming up, right. all the rocks, just unreal. To, Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. there's nothing like it's it unreal. in the world. Mm-hmm.
1: And, but then you get to like midday and everything's just like desolate. It's beautiful, but it's hot and awful. (laughs) Yeah. But the morning for some reason is just, it's so like regenerative.
0: And sundown and stuff too. Yeah. But it's the same with like Phoenix. Like whenever I go to Phoenix and I see the sunset there, I'm like, y'all just like wake or y'all wake up and like go to bed and you see this like every day and don't even think anything of it, but it's incredible.
1: Mm -hmm. We don't have
0: that in Louisiana. It's just like blue. And then it's not blue anymore. (laughs) Oh.
1: I love Louisiana. Are you are you still in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. OK, I, I love Louisiana. We used to save up all of our money for Louisiana and New York uh, nice. because we had like three or four dollars a day for food. So we just like save it up uh, and we would go to, in Louisiana. We would stop like Beaumont, I think. Um, was it Beaumont, Louisiana?
0: Beaumont is Texas. It's just outside of Louisiana, oh,
1: man. What was it? shit because we never really played there we always drove through louisiana mississippi and and alabama and go to florida
0: from texas
1: every time we just drove Mm -hmm. through it through the night and
0: the places you would have passed through probably would have potentially been where i live which is louisiana uh, sorry lafayette that's like on the interstate and then um like new orleans is also like another baton rouge new orleans those are like all the places that you usually stop
1: Oh, this was a smaller place and it's but we would get like this huge Cajun dinner and mm. just live it up and feel like kings. And yeah. I, I remember I almost the first time I got gumbo, I almost broke a tooth because the actual claw in it, I thought everything would oh. be soft. Right and I bit down in it just this crunch and I just I could still feel it in my heart.
0: Oh yeah. I could feel it too. It was it's delicious, <laughs> but
1: I I had no idea. And I'm from Alaska. Mm-hmm. I grew up on seafood. But for some right. reason, I thought if it's in the soup or like it's in the gumbo, it's going to be so you just eat the whole thing. So I just went it's a for
0: little it. I mean, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't understand when you get like shrimp and things and there's like the uh, shell still on it. I'm yeah. like, then you got to reach into your soup with your grubby hands. That's so strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a weird choice. Yeah. I mean, you get the flavor from mm-hmm. the shell or even just the
0: tail that way you don't have to like yeah. you know you can just bite it kind of or
1: take the shrimp out make a stock out of the shell and then use that in the gumbo mm-hmm. then you don't have, then you just grab a spoon and go to town mm-hmm. i love cajun food i absolutely oh, love me it too. you are, you guys are in the heart of it and it's so awesome uh i I'm, I'm so jealous you can't yeah. find you can't food find food like that anywhere
0: no, I mean, anywhere else. No, yeah, it's so true. It's a bummer, but sometimes we'll go like, well, this is so this is so unrelated. But even at McDonald's, like our McDonald's's are like different. So we have a sandwich here called, which I don't think you guys have it, but it's the hot and spicy McChicken. I think you all have just the regular McChicken.
1: It, it's like not seasonal up here, but they do have it part of the year. It's like the McRib; okay. it comes and goes.
0: That's the thing that like pains me is anytime we're up north and I'm like, I just want to spend a dollar and I have to get like the regular McChicken. It's like, oh, it's like cafeteria food. It's just a little bit of spice makes it that much better.
1: Do you like spice? But, um, like, it, it's I do. Well, I, thing? Mean, I
0: don't always want to hurt myself, but like when I do want to hurt myself, I, I go to town. I do go to <laughs> town.
1: <laughs> when I want to self harm, I go to five yeah. spice <laughs> or five star. Five yeah, well, my place. husband
0: also works at a Thai restaurant, so he brings home Thai food all the time, and we just get like our stuff is like red, like it's like you can see visibly see the chili and chili oil and all oh, that stuff. Oh so. my
1: god, yeah. that's a commitment. Yeah, <laughs> your whole next day, like everything after that, is just going to no, be burning. It's true.
0: Well, the other thing about it is, like, if you start, you can't stop or your tolerance falls again. So yeah. it's like you have to keep it going. You know? it's but can like, you
1: taste it still? Like, can you taste it yeah. or is it just hot?
0: You do. I mean, so there's, like, a, a, a certain balance. Like, I'm not to the point to where I'm comfortable just getting Thai hot all the time yeah. because at that point, I'm like, it just hurts. But um, you do get to a certain balance where it's like that spice just elevates the flavors that much more. Okay. Um, but, yeah, sometimes... Sometimes it's a little bit more for a challenge than you know yeah. <laughs> for the enjoyment of it.
1: <laughs> Man, I guess if you're down in in the south with the southern uh, the southern and Cajun food, like it's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Get that spice in there, you get that awesome hospitality. You get everything about the south is true. The people say, I mean, yes. I loved being down there so much. Everyone was so friendly and just everyone Mm -hmm. calls you honey. And like, it's just, it's wonderful. You just, everyone's saying hi to each other and and Mm -hmm. the food's insane. There's Waffle House. Like all these great things like uh, boiled peanuts, like all these awesome. Yeah, Whataburger. (laughs) Do
0: y'all have Uh, Whataburger or no? No,
1: no. We had to go to Texas. That's the closest. We would start hitting Whataburgers. Mm. Um, And then Waffle House. uh, We have In-N-Out over well yeah i guess i I can't say that we have in and out over here now but it's like down by salem so from Mm -hmm. portland it's like you know 45 minutes away
0: yeah we don't have it i mean i think the closest is in austin but austin is like austin so
1: yeah yeah it's uh austin's portland junior or maybe it's the other way around but it's very Mm -hmm. similar but we have yeah we have in and out close by and and uh tons of great seafood because we're in the northwest but um I usually don't eat seafood in a, in a state that's not touching the water.
0: Oh no. Kind of the rule. That's my rule. I told yeah. the guys, I was like, we're not stopping anywhere for seafood. That isn't mm-hmm. like, at least on a lake. I mean, for mm-hmm. God's sake, yeah. that just sounds so scary. Like who knows how long it's had to travel. And yeah. I know that things are better now and like they have better technology and stuff, but mm-hmm. I just, no, it's not for me. <laughs>
1: Vegas is the only exception that rule for me. And because it, I mean, just fly that stuff in, like it's there. It's just pretty much just as fresh. Um, right. Speaking of Vegas, I have a cousin in Vegas whose name is Capra, and I'm curious where you guys got the band name from. She's named (laughs) after Frank Capra uh, because her dad was a super big fan of his stuff, and yeah, she. so it was always a super interesting name, and I never met anyone else named that, and then when I found you guys, it wasn't the name that caught me at first. It was the, the music, but I was like jesus that's the the only other time i've heard that name aside from the director and my cousin was the band mm-hmm. where did that come from yeah. for you guys
0: so um actually it's from a dark souls character so there's like a dark souls uh, mob called the Capra demon and um that's like where we got it from. So Tyler is like, our guitarist is really into Dark Souls. Um, and I ended up playing it too after he was like, you got to play it. So I was like, okay. And I ended up falling in love with it. But yeah, he was the one that named it. And that's where he got it from.
1: Nice. Okay. Where mm-hmm. where did where did you guys start? Like, how did this band come together? Because the music's ferocious. And you guys are really getting some traction, which is awesome. Because you're great. Thank you. But uh, what was kind of the origin of that? Because I like I said, I stumbled upon it. I don't know. I think it was it was on like an I was like scrolling through Instagram, I think, and it was like where you, mm-hmm. you go to a reel and then you mm-hmm. kind of just thumb up like uh right. and it brings up random stuff
0: right and I was just like, holy like shit
1: and well, that sounds like you. i gotta reach out because this is fucking awesome
0: yeah i'm happy you did um it's it really started with our guitarist and drummer they've been friends for like like childhood friends and stuff mm-hmm. and they had always played music together like off and on and um then they formed this band and it was the kind of thing where they had like a couple of bassists come through and come and go and then a couple of vocalists come and go and then um I was actually playing with, um, I was still playing with my brother, not the same band that we played when we were 15, but Mm -hmm. like we had a different, we had like an industrial project going and, um, I was playing bass for that group. And then we were like, okay, we're probably just going to call it and stop doing this. And Mm -hmm. so we were like, well, let me do some vocals on like one of them just for fun. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I just wanted to try it out. Mm -hmm. And, um, it just so happened that around the same time Capra needed a vocalist and, somebody talked to somebody and then Tyler ended up reaching out to me. And then that's whenever I was like, Hey, I don't really know what I'm doing, but if you guys are willing to work with me a little bit, then, um, I'm down to like try to do something that sounds like vocals for you guys. And it ended up just working out.
1: Man, What, where did you get, like, where did your voice come from? Like where, like I asked that for two reasons. Cause like we were talking like you were on tour with kill switch and Jesse, uses like uh melissa cross like that that whole like zen of screaming or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, which makes a lot of sense he's a fantastic vocalist
0: oh he's yeah but he's
1: been like trained with that over the years Mm -hmm. he wasn't at the beginning but like now he's very well trained with that stuff where did your voice come from do you follow some of those techniques or do you just go fucking to the wall This sounds like you go to the wall and that's what i love (laughs) but i'm curious
0: Well, so actually I only started becoming like a lot more educated on it very recently. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking the last couple of months, like, um, the second album that we just recently recorded Mm -hmm. is like all stuff that I'm using more train techniques. Mm -hmm. Um, but the entire first album, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I just knew that if it was hurting, I was probably doing it wrong. Um, and I actually, (laughs) now that I have more practice I have developed my own kind of thing but way back before we were recording anything when I had just first started performing doing vocals um, I was almost doing my best to sound like Tony Foresta from uh, municipal <laughs> ways so and I would actually put on like Iron Reagan um, albums and I would just like try my best to just do what he was doing uh-huh. so that's like whenever I was trying to learn I didn't know what else to do um, and then um Araya, I liked his voice a lot too mm-hmm. and I had been listening to them since I was was a lot younger and um but actually also um I really liked like the rasp and Janis Joplin's voice so I kind of in a way tried to do like um like a hardcore version of that um but now yeah now I've just developed my own thing mm-hmm. and um from you know using my vocal cords as correctly as I can but there's actually a guy on YouTube that um Really has helped. Let me. I keep googling shit, but I I want to no, do good. him justice because he's incredible. But um, but I use him like I like follow his warm up video before every show and every. Oh, it's Extreme Vocal Institute on YouTube. Okay, but the guy is like so knowledgeable, and mm-hmm. um, I like still follow along his, uh, warm up before our shows and stuff. And it's kind of awkward because actually I like go in the van so that I have a little privacy. Cause I don't like doing it in front of people and I'll just sit in the back. So no one can see me. And the windows are like above my head <laughs> and I'm just sitting in there just like doing all these really weird warmups. And sometimes people will walk by and they'll like peek in and I'm like, Oh, this is so weird, but <laughs> you have to do it. Otherwise you're, I mean, especially if you're doing like, even just like five shows in a row, mm-hmm. it's going to suck if you don't
1: yeah you can play guitar all day long but with it's your actual right. biological uh instrument yeah you got to take it's care frustrating.
0: of it oh yeah
1: that's why i watched that who's that new singer for lorna shore uh R- ramos oh, I can't ramos? Remember his name. ramos will ramos? or something is
0: it will
1: will rent Ra- real will ramos ramos i
0: think that's it yeah
1: that dude's a he's maniac incredible. it's ridiculous. yeah he's
0: yeah, he definitely is um, worth his salt for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, and that band has had like four vocalists that were all, I think, pretty decent, mm-hmm. but he's like the best I think so far. And uh, the guy who who started the podcast network I was on last used to manage them. That's how I heard of him. And and um, they they uh, it, it's it's crazy. But I just wonder what that kind of warm up is like because I think it's probably a lot of the same stuff. I think he uses Melissa Cross as well. I hope I'm saying her name. I think it's Melissa. Um,
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: But she's been doing those ads lately on Facebook. It's going to come up on my phone after this. I guarantee you. Uh, I'm going to get on there and be like, it'll be Jesse standing there or, or a will like with next to her. And this is how our Spencer from under oath. Like here's Mm -hmm. my voice before, before a a show. Here's my voice after a show. It's exactly the same because of this lady. Um, So you're doing these things that are in the van that are super embarrassing and, and people are looking in, but Like, what is it specifically, like, that you have found that works for you as far as with your voice? Like, to I mean, you found your own voice, which is incredible. That's, that's, it's awesome. But, like, what (laughs) was it? What were those those little techniques that you were finding that are helping you with the longevity? Like, to do a week's worth of shows in a row while sleeping in a van and not getting any sleep and and eating garbage, probably, like, not getting that restorative sleep. Like what, what were the, some of those techniques I'm curious.
0: Um, well, first and foremost, um, definitely like, It's hard to sleep, but you have to Mm -hmm. like, you absolutely have to. So, um, and lucky for me, I can sleep just about anywhere. So just the little drives, like every day, like I have to sleep during those drives. So I feel bad because, uh, my husband will text me and then he won't get a response from me for like four hours, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I was sleeping. I'm trying to sleep anytime I can. Um, Because especially if you're running on like very little sleep, like you're like the rest of your body, like your throat muscles are tired and you're just not going to be able to do what you could do normally. Um, but also obviously like you really have to hydrate and it makes such a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say I always expected before I really knew, I was expected that of, um, a vocal warmup for like hardcore type of vocals had to sound kind of like what you're doing on stage. So I was like, well, I mean, surely you're like doing a lot of like, um, kind of grainy stuff or like straining yourself, you know, that's just how you warm it up. You just do a little bit of it at a time. Um, but actually the warm up really isn't what I thought it would look like, um, at all. It's almost like a clean vocal warm up. So it's almost like what you would expect someone who's just going to go like, do like regular like Adele style vocals would do because um, uh, in a way you're using a lot of the same parts of your throat I mean not exactly but mm-hmm. um, yeah and so I thought oh well it doesn't feel like it hurts so maybe it's not really doing what I need it to do but it honestly does make a huge difference man
1: you, this is a stupid question that just popped into my mind but you say your husband's so you're married and you mm-hmm. married people fight When you, when you yell at your husband, if you do, do you utilize the technique or is it just raw, raw anger or does that even happen at all? I'm curious on that because when you have a trained voice to yell, (laughs) I wonder if in the moment when it's real, like, of course it's real on stage, but you're still like performing a piece of art, right? not just like, or yelling out the car window at somebody. I'm curious if the technique <laughs> kicks in, then like someone cuts you off, and you're just like,
0: "Fuck!" Yeah, with the fry so, vocal
1: or whatever they say with the French so fry. So eating. I
0: will say, as far as for me, and my husband, <laughs> thankfully, I'm at a place where we do not yell. Just Excellent. because yelling for me. Like I get so guilty after. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I try to do is I just try to distance myself from him and then just cry about it later. (laughs) (laughs) But but I don't, I'll cry. I'll cry. But um, I don't like to yell. But if I'm like in the car and I do have road rage, Uh um, it's not like a, it's not like a fry or a guttural or anything like that. But it is like, (laughs) um, no, it's just normal. It's just like normal. Just like raising your voice at somebody. All
1: right. I I yeah. can I can uh, I can accept that. That's uh, man, I, I, <laughs> maybe I
0: should w- start training myself to like it, like a sick.
1: <laughs> That's what we need to we need to get in touch with uh, Ramos and and see what he does in the road rage. extent. Right. Yeah. It
0: make, make you wonder actually. Six yeah.
1: guys were yelling at me all at the same time, like in different voices. It was weird. There's only one guy in the car, but I would sound like <laughs> yeah. six people. And then uh,
0: swore. The I heard of, like a <laughs> a T Rex at some point as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a video you're mentioning him, and it's funny. Let me just make sure that's his name. So, so I, don't I think just keep it's Will Ramos. I just don't, I just I, don't yeah, know it's, if it's, it's Ramos. Ramos or Ramos. Okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so I actually saw this video. I don't remember what channel it was, but it was so funny. You're going to have to watch it. But it was him, and he was like, uh they were playing clips for him, uh-huh. and he had to figure out if it was an animal or like a person, yes. like a, vocal, a metal vocalist. Did you watch that?
1: I've seen the one with uh, Toddy from uh, Ginger.
0: Oh, there's more than one. one. I did it. Oh, it yeah. One.
1: Or, yeah, and she had to, or she had to guess if it was an animal yeah. or a vocalist.
0: It was funny. Yeah. It was it's, so funny. I mean, it got to the point after like the second person, I, it was like more obvious to me because it was yeah. like, well, that's like clearly like a pig, you know. But he was like having trouble figuring it out. It was hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah I got it. I got it. It's got to be Revolver or somebody that's doing that. It's this something that like little that, yeah. genius little eight-minute videos of or like of now this want. or
0: something like that or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah my god i yeah i don't um i uh, the the thing about and not to make this all about that either but like the thing about him and his vocals is i feel that he you could put on like a live video of what he's doing and he's good enough at all of it that you could someone that hates metal could appreciate what he's doing instead of be like oh turn this shit off
0: yeah for sure they'd be like
1: how do you do that? Like, in, or more curious than like put off. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if it's a compliment or not, but uh, you know, like that kind of stuff is crazy. Like the, it's yeah. just, I, I can't, I, and the drum, all of it was just nuts. I, I well, I mean, me I'm like, if the
0: average person off the street couldn't just like start doing it, like, I'm like, that's impressive. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if it's something that you've had to train yourself and hone your talent to be able to do, i'm impressed period like regardless of what you're doing
1: absolutely absolutely that's it yeah it applies to everything man right well what is what's coming up for capra then what's coming up i mean we're we're heading into like end of spring summer what's happening with you guys for for the upcoming few months i'm curious because are you coming to the west coast
0: um i don't i don't think so but i'm not 100 percent sure so we have um let me get the exact date on this because i don't want to give you the wrong one but we are playing in june um a benefit bash for furnace fest and like okay. i don't know if you've ever been to furnace fest or if oh, you ever yeah. hear anything about it i've been there it's
1: 2003 oh, you, it's, mm-hmm.
0: okay cool Ooh, the good years <laughs> the og
1: i slept in the parking <laughs> you know, right? lot and ate uh plain cold white rice for dinner because i missed catering uh,
0: Oh my I'll gosh! I'll never forget it.
1: It was awful, oh but my it's gosh. a great festival. But it was an awful experience on that account. Oh,
0: dude! I mean, <laughs> the community. I'm sure that it was very similar, even in 2003. But the community is like incredible. If the community, and I'm when I say the community, I mean the crew, like people who are putting it on, but also mm-hmm. the fans and people that go like every year. They are such an amazing bunch of people like that they've decided they like you. Like we have made friends in multiple cities from furnace fest, Mm -hmm. And like, so every time we pass through, we have a place to stay and it's all people that we've been linked through that. Like they have like a Facebook group online, but that community alone, but it's great. And they've just been some of the most incredible people, but Oh, here it is. Um, June 17th, oh, that's my brother's birthday. I'm going to have to let him know. But <laughs> June 17th, um, we're playing the Benefit Bash at Furnace Fest um, with Darkest Hour, Acacia Strain, Integrity, Mayleen, Sons of Disaster, and Left to Suffer. Those are all the other headlining bands, but uh-huh. like a bunch of other really awesome bands. We played with Stay Lost, who's also on that show in. Chattanooga uh on Sunday, and they were like really awesome. That was such a fun show. That mm-hmm. was on the end of our Kill Switch tour. We like picked something up on the way home so we didn't have to just like yeah. gun it for like 20 hours. But sure. um yeah, we're really like, super excited about that one. It's like put on by furnace is Fest, but not like in the same like weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then in August, we're gonna be going to Europe. Um, we're playing like oh, a bunch yeah. of festivals in Europe. Yeah, and I've never been like out of the country at all. Oh, you're so I love it so much. I'm excited. So I'm like nervous. I'm super nervous, but I'm excited. Um, Do you like fizzy then... water? What's that? Do you like fizzy oh, water? That's true. It's like real they're real big on sparkling oh, water, right? Oh my god. Mineral I almost water. threw
1: up the first night, first show. <laughs> I I we went through like a three-song block in the very beginning before we said anything to the crowd, and I just come out on stage. We hit it, people are going nuts. I was like, people are freaking out in another country. This is insane yeah adrenaline's on an all-time high i'm exhausted i go back to my amp grab my water and chug it and oh. i had no idea it was fizzy and i literally almost threw up everywhere
0: but also so I wasn't that sounds awful. It. it was just <laughs> oh like God. yeah why would you oh i can't even imagine that
1: no one had no. unfit or, or they they called american water boring uh, oh my gosh it had no gas in it and i was like okay no well we need some just water please
0: yeah Dude, now i'm I more refined yeah. i
1: could have it now but back then like just I a it.
0: bathroom sink please just something yeah. i can't do yeah. i mean i love sparkling water no problem with it but if i'm like playing a show like i can't mm. even imagine like i feel like that would hurt me almost that would like oh injure my voice somehow like, terrible yeah but
1: yeah you can't get ice in anything you can't get uh that's
0: true i heard that no
1: ice it, the only thing cold there's beer like if you want like a, a pepsi or something you can get it but it's whatever temperature the kiosk is it's not like huh. cool so i got like a warm seven up in like a summer oh, day wow. and i was like oh this is great uh but the people are amazing the food's amazing uh the restrooms are clean nice. always bring a tip because there's a person that sits outside the public restroom at the gas station and uh. goes in and cleans it when you're done oh so you always like throw them a tip but it keeps so it. worth it it's though. pristine yeah i would
0: absolutely tip for that
1: mcdonald's we were talking about mcdonald's do not order the mcchicken at mcdonald's unless you want the full size chicken burger i went in and i was like give me two mcchickens and a whatever they it's different over there the like the mm-hmm. massive like chicken sandwich is called the mcchicken River. so i got these two giant i was like i didn't want this yeah uh, so just look at what you're ordering but it's uh uh it's a wonderful you're gonna have so much fun it's awesome
0: i'm excited i'm excited to go and we're playing italy and i've always wanted to go i'm like super oh. into like italian movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that and obviously movies are movies and mm-hmm. reality is reality but i'm really excited to try like food talk to people and just like get to see you know it's yeah. just i've never i feel so like small town i've never like left the country so i,
1: I think italy's still pretty regional with food like it all originated from different regions like right uh, was it bolognese sauces from bologna like all these like certain tomatoes in certain spots are only for mm-hmm. certain things. Right. That's so cool to me. Like w- in America, we have like you know the South, the Northwest, the, right. the East Coast. Mm-hmm. There's there's traditions and stuff, but actual regional food is crazy to me. For like, okay, you eat this here, but like not an here. hour
0: away, even maybe yeah,
1: A an hour away, and it's so fresh and like, um, if you get to see you know the architecture and the the um you know all the crazy stuff to see over there everything's so much older than here like i mean we have history and the the ground was here for as long as everything else but the like the the buildings and the architecture like all that stuff the history there is so much older it's wild it's gonna blow your mind
0: yeah well we're staying in um or we're playing a festival in this like seaside like city as well so it's just like it's on the coast and everything like it just looks um, there's gonna be some incredible seafood there it's gonna yeah. be amazing
1: i'm really excited we ate horse over there i'm gonna email about this oh my gosh fillet of horse uh, uh in I can even S- imagine. switzerland only served after 5 p.m like it was at this restaurant and we're like well i guess let's try it it wasn't very good um hmm. but it's 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 weird like it
0: seems like it'd be tough
1: it, it was tough and stringy and strange I was just like well we're here it's free so right. let's give it I get a shot it. Yeah.
0: I get it I'm like not for me but yeah. I absolutely get it and would not judge
1: mm-hmm. and they're I also very grateful stuff, that though. you're coming over like oh come back tomorrow our grand- grandma will cook you breakfast or whatever at the club oh. like they're so thankful that you're over there and over here it's like wow. yeah here's some pizza see ya Yeah, over here's there they're, pizza. they're into it and and Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a whole other experience you're gonna have a blast it's so cool i'm I'm so glad for you guys you guys are a great band and well uh,
0: thank you it's also like our first time going overseas so i'm like i hope that i mean i'm sure it's not going to be like the red carpet gets rolled out and people fan us as we arrive but like i still hope that the reception is like solid you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i hope that people kind of or at least slightly warm i can deal with i can deal with lukewarm (laughs)
1: just do what you do and you're going to be fine because that's what got you there in the first place and that's what people are going to be expecting and that's all you can do
2: right and if the reception will be
1: warm which i'm sure it will be but if it's not then just keep going keep going back win them over man like it's it's uh if you stay true to what you're doing i mean that's what i mean immediately of me just scrolling through that's what made me stop and be like holy shit this is this is the real deal and to go and then reach out and all this like do all this extra stuff just because you guys did what you did like it was, it's it's that that's what's going to draw people in it's just a you guys have a, such a good aesthetic and sound and uh yeah sky's the limit man we well, oh
0: awesome. thank you yeah i'll definitely definitely do my
1: best yeah Fuck yeah. <laughs> well crow thanks for doing this this has been awesome i've, yeah, I've i'm so fun. glad we got to finally make this happen <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm so glad oh. we got to talk about at least two different conspiracies. Today. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm so sorry about everything that kept happening in the past, but I am right. happy that we managed to like get it all together.
1: Hell yeah, this is awesome. And you have awesome gear and video and all that stuff. This is like oh, this is a pro deal right now.
0: <laughs> I'm doing my best here. I'm doing my best. I feel bad about the headphone thing, but you said it wasn't bad, so hopefully. it's not bad
1: at all. I can't hear okay, any cool. any uh, feedback or anything. So awesome. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for doing this and, and all the best of luck to you. And, and anytime you want to do a part two, let's do it. Cause we could go yeah, into all kinds sure. of conspiracy. Maybe after you go to Europe, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll chat <laughs> I'll about have it.
0: some New conspiracies to talk about. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. Fantastic. Absolutely. Anytime.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, I'll let you get back to your evening and, and uh, we'll talk soon.
0: righty. Bye. All right.
1: See ya. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Crow Lotus from Capra. Go check out her Twitch stream. Go check out Capra, her band. Uh, They just got off tour with uh, Killswitch Engage. Uh, They're doing big, big things. I think this band is going to be massive. So definitely check them out. Thanks again to Crow for being so awesome uh, with scheduling and rescheduling and all that stuff. Sometimes life, like I said, just gets in the way. um, And that's the way it goes. But we made it work. I think it was awesome. I had a great time. And uh, hopefully you guys are having a great week. Uh, Well, I guess it's just starting. But um, I try to put these out on Sundays so everyone in the world gets it on their Monday, Monday morning commute. Um, I'm not sure how effective that is, but it seems to be doing just fine. So uh, we'll keep doing that. But uh, hopefully you guys are having a good start to your week. Uh, hopefully this got you through something um, or made something easier, a flight or a night shift, whatever you're doing. I just appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for coming back week after week. And uh, if you can, uh, subscribe, rate and review. Also, uh throw us a rating on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify right now, you can just hit that star rating. Uh, Or if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. It helps us out immensely. Uh, Go check out my other podcast, Occupy the Void, with my friend Christina uh, from Revolver in Australia. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys just have a great week. I don't got a ton to say. I got a lot to do here. Things are happening. Weather's getting hot, so I got a lot of yard work to do and things like that. So uh, I know it sounds like a silly excuse, but I can sit here and ramble, or let you guys get back to your day, and I'm gonna let you do that. So, as always, guys, we'll see you on the radio.